right, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I had this gentleman. I don't know, like, if he likes being called a gentleman. I like gentlemen. Would you would you, would you consider yourself a gentleman, Sarah? Yeah. I, well, I, I'd say this. I think if my mom was listening, yes. If she isn't listening, then yes, still, still a yes. Yeah, I consider myself a gentleman. I don't know what 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 are some qualities of a gentleman? Okay. Like a door All opener. Right, so- all right, so so before we get into that, uh, Sirach has a very, very popular podcast in the Tampa Bay area, and I wanted to promote that because he is my guest. He's coming on, and he's mixing it up with me, talking about uh, personal stuff, current events. Sirach, how can people listen to your show as well as find you on social media? Well, well listen to the show. Um, usually, we, you know, our two most popular um I guess you can say what we broadcast off of will be like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. The name of the show is The Weekly Review, so just mm-hmm. like it sounds. Um, and we also do it on YouTube as well. Same title. And if you want to follow me on like Instagram or any other social media handles, um, Instagram is Sirach. It's S-E-R-A-K, the mic, P-H-E-M-I-C. All right. So it's one word, Sirach, the mic. And it's kind of like uh, you can go from there and a lot of links to our different uh, platforms as well. All right, so gentlemen, okay. Well, gentlemen, now let me ask you, okay, you're 31, I think, correct? Right. All right, so have you ever noticed through all the dating experiences you've had, like we're we're taught as men to Mm -hmm. be respectful, right? To be respectful and be gentlemen, like I said, okay? Now, I think sometimes women look, at men being kind and respectful and being a gentleman as a turnoff. Have, have you ever gotten that before where like, like they want the bad boy? They don't, you know, like, yeah. yeah does that make sense at all? Yeah, that, that does. That makes a hundred percent, um, hundred percent sense. hundred percent sense. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, you know, some women like, I guess it depends on like, you know, the, I don't want to say like, age group but kind of like where you're at i feel like you know women around my age right now they prefer the you know the gentleman type you know the 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 guy who has you know things going for him and you know has a career and and a future laid out versus 10 years ago it's like you know the fun guy the the badass yeah 30 30 is a big change though like uh, and, and and i'll tell people like when you're okay so this is this is how i describe it your 20s you're still living. Okay, so I'm still a decade that's butted up against my teenage years. That I, I think that's why a lot of people look at it that way or how a lot of people look at it. You know, right. all through your 20s, you're like, oh, I'm still just like a decade away from the 90s. All right. Right. Um, but like I, I just recently turned 40 and I got to tell you, 40 was. Nothing. How do you feel? I mean, I feel you want me to be honest. It's yeah, the best feel? that I've ever felt in my life, buddy. Like, um, it, it's it's crazy to explain, and we're gonna get into that stuff that I'm starting to notice at forty. Uh, that we'll get into. But do uh, do you understand what I'm saying by like when you're in your twenties, you're like, oh, I'm still butted up against uh, my teenage years per right. se, you know. And then and then when you get to thirty, I I kind of freaked out a little bit at thirty. Yeah, I mean, well, 30 is like, you know, you're still trying to find your, your, your path, I guess. You, you know what lies ahead, pretty much, you know, right? From 30 to 35, right? You're either going to do one of these three things, get married, have children, you know, or, I don't know, buy some type of property or something like that. Like, that's most people's goals, I, I would say. So, you know, then you really start to dial in on, on how to achieve those. And the 20s is just like, 
you know, it's whatever goes. You can fuck up a hundred times and, you know what I'm saying? You, you still, you still got your youth. You can still retry. So I think right now I still, I still consider myself young, but Oh, yo, you're definitely young. Hell yes, you are, but you have more knowledge. But I got to tell you, man, you start pitting those dates on yourself. You know, like 35, you want to be married, you want to have kids, mm -hmm. you want to have this, you want to have that. I got to tell you what, it's kind of depressing <laughs> and kind of dark if you don't hit those. Like if you get to like 36, 37, and you're like, oh, my yeah. God, I didn't get done what I thought I was right. going to do. <laughs> it's I'm like it's, almost it's to over. my 40s. I'm almost back, almost to my 40s, and it might be too late. Yeah, because then everything else that you're supposed to do at 40 is now you got to push that back. You know, you're like you're just, yes. <laughs> just delaying. Yes. Now, you know, um, I watched this video um, about how us as humans do not like totally understand or perceive time. You, okay. you see what I'm saying? A lot of people like to say uh, the older you get, the faster time goes by. Is, is that something you've experienced? Um, I don't think the faster time goes by. I think but it the feels, busier people, you are. I, I feel like you're the busier you are. When you don't have a lot of things to do or you're not that busy or don't have a lot of responsibilities, mm -hmm. it seems like everything takes forever, right? Waiting, oh, this is forever. You got all the time in the world. But when you mm -hmm. have like a schedule and like for you, for instance, right? You got, you know, these scheduled interviews, you got places you have to be, yep. you got people you have to talk to. And then you start to think like, damn, I don't, have time to do all this and, and that's when you kind of lose track of time and then next thing you know you know it's two months down the road and it's like what the hell did i just do the past two months okay you know you want to know what's going to blow your mind on hmm. uh you know this year is the anniversary of something i, I want to see if you uh know what it is and this it's year? one of the big it's what yeah it's why it's one of the biggest things ever to happen in american history oh i guess it would be to, uh um September 11th, right? Yes, yeah. yeah Can, 20 dude, years? Holy it, shit. 20, it, yeah, Chirac. That, that, it, does that not blow your mind when, when we're talking about how we perceive time? Yeah, does it crazy. really Does it really feel like 20 years? I think, and, and I think the, the thing why it seems so much more recent, because for some reason, 2001 and 2011, I always get mixed up. So yeah. when it's like a 20-year anniversary of two, uh, September 11th, I'm like, damn, it's already 20 years. I'm thinking in my head, like, that was only 10 years ago, but in actuality, it's, it's 20 years ago. Like the number scheme, the, the one, zero, zero, one, two, zero, one, like that mix up can really like, you know, um, be a 10 year difference. No, I, I agree with you. And, and one of the things that I wanted to talk about, and I, I brought this up, uh, on my social media, uh, I, I made the joke and it's really shouldn't be, even be a joke, but I, I get tired of waking up every single morning and seeing historical events on a daily basis. <laughs> do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I mean, do, I mean, I mean, think about all the stuff. And I'm not saying like, look, we could have had it a lot worse. Like, right. it's not like we lived through the Civil War or the Revolutionary War or anything like that. Uh, but like, I, I guess I guess it kind of happens to everybody, though. Yeah. Uh, so, so what every generation are, what, has that that that, yeah, that, what, that moment. What is the first big news story that you can remember growing up? Oh man, as a, as a kid, uh, I would say maybe because I know mine. I I wouldn't. I, I want to say September 11th, but like, but I mean, how old were you though? That seven, at that age, 
seventh grade. I don't even know how old that is. Was that 13? 12 or 13? Yeah. 14? Yeah, I, can, I would, I can see I would that. say Bill Clinton getting impeached. Oh, that's but a I, good I barely one. remember that, though. That's like, but you were young, amazing. though. Yeah. Yeah, you would have been in elementary school or like you in kindergarten. You want to know what the first news story that I remember is, um, you know, living here in Florida all my life, especially mm -hmm. close to the Space Coast. Uh, we the teachers would always bring us out to see the space shuttle launches. We okay. we could see them actually in the sky. And do you remember the Challenger where they actually had it was the first civilian ever to go up on a space or on the space shuttle, and she was a teacher. And while she was up there, she was supposed to give these like lesson plans mm -hmm. to like street like streaming or on TV. I I forget exactly what it was, but they all brought us out there. And the Challenger exploded. Holy 90 moly. seconds. 90 seconds. Oh, so you guys saw that live. Like, in yeah, real life. Man. And I didn't understand it at first. Um, I knew something bad had happened. Because I, I had already seen a bunch of space shuttle launches before right. that. And it didn't look right. But it's just, I don't know. I, would you, yeah, you're like, is that supposed I, to happen? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and we never got to get those lessons, lesson plans. It was like the first thing where kids at an early age had to have their parents explain to them about death, you know. And, and I don't know. It was, it was a really, really weird time because it was at the beginning of that 24-hour news network cycle. CNN mm -hmm. was the big one carrying it. Uh, but even, even then, though, like, you know, the, the whole like you said with the parents explaining to their children about death like even as a kid like like it's just you still can't really comprehend it you know it's 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 just like hmm you know it's like a, a, a shoulder shrug because you don't really understand it you know it's because you know with the kid mm -hmm. your mind is always i mean your your brain is growing obviously I'm, and, let's and your go have fun i want to yeah. have fun who gives a f about death it, it, exactly you say oh well that's not good and then like I'll, boom something yeah. else gets your attention yeah um but like, would you would you consider yourself? Because uh, I consider myself like a news junkie. Like I, I not that I'm obsessed with it, but with what we do, we kind of have to keep up with stuff. Right. And and I'm always constantly watching every single thing and and watching news and getting uh, informed correctly is becoming harder and harder now because. All the media news sources are getting watered down. You don't know what to believe or not to right. believe. It's almost like either it's almost like don't watch it. You know, um, I was talking about this the other day with with my buddy, and it's like at, at this point, you know, you gotta actually like look at different like sources, right? So yes, you want to figure out something is true or not. Like you need to actually like look rate up it, writing sources. a college paper. It's like yeah, writing it a college paper now. You you have to like look at multiple sources. Right. And the thing is that takes work and an effort. And most people don't want to have to do that to, you know, figure out if something is true or not. You know, they just kind of just go with it or, you know, they'll ask a friend. But that's why like people who are actually there, say at an event, right? Can like yeah. live stream or something like that, or or yeah. you know, you have more credible videos. So it's no I don't well, know. I, well, go ahead. No, no, no. But we, I, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, um, we have like 
uh, ancient history, which is all the history that was passed down before mm -hmm. they came up with language where people could start writing and documenting things down. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. And then, and then it moved from recorded history. I think they're going to have to come up with a new grouping because I think September 11th was that first event. And then, and then we're going we're gonna, to uh, pivot and go to another topic. But 9-11 was that first big thing that was recorded by everybody. Right. You, know, it, 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 you know, the iPhone didn't come out until 2006. Could you imagine how many videos would have been taken on that day oh, if, if they would have had iPhones? Outside, everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And people would have been streaming. It would have been, it would have been, uh, you would have had so many more videos. That would have almost made it worse. You know, like I think it would have. It, it's one thing to see it, you know, from well, I guess the only angles are like from you know outside, uh, um, you know, at the at the two buildings. But can you imagine, like, you know, videos Live from streaming? the inside, yeah, like from yeah, the inside man. and uh, chaos. It would make it a thousand times worse than in a, than you know than what we saw. Which is, but, you know, it's a good thing that we didn't see that stuff because I mean, who knows how oh, you, you probably would have yeah. been affected way worse yeah. than you are now. Um. You know, everybody's talking about how our history is all being recorded on video. And I, I think this is something that people don't think about a lot, Barack, is that uh, that video digitally, okay, digitally, all right, that, I mean, that's going to be safe for a while, okay? But what happens in the future if we, we, we don't have power, you know, like, or, or something happens, we're sent back into the dark ages, is that part of history going to be just wiped away and then we'll we'll just have nothing but the tech stuff maybe if that's still held up uh, that's a good question I, i'm not i don't know um i think even though we do have you know video recordings um i, I still think there are people out here who who write it down you know they it's mm -hmm. I, I don't think anyone who knows that something's important leaves it to one source of of recording right you got to write it you got to speak it you got to uh video record it like it, it has to be multiple um ways to where like you can keep track of it because like you said you, you can easily lose a video you can easily lose huh? you know a written piece of paper you can easily you know somebody could die you can forget what they said like so i think it's more of a it's just more uh avenues of recording history than it was you know 40 years ago that's i don't think we're just dependent uh -huh. on one as a like video recording because who knows in the future you'll be able to manipulate recordings like you were saying about the uh yeah. what's the uh the deep fake yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, the deep fake videos. Yeah, you could you could easily fake yeah. that type of thing. Now, if you could do that with someone's face, I imagine what you can do with like important uh, important events. You know. Yeah. I, I play a yeah. uh, I play um you know sometimes on the, on the computer like Call of Duty and stuff like that, and these graphics uh -huh. look so real sometimes like you can't even really tell the difference between oh, wow, is that a real person? Is hey, a fake person? And that's man, now. I I'm I'm glad you brought that up. You know, one of the best things about not having people at these sporting events is the different type of camera angles we're getting for sporting events now, because they don't, they don't have to worry about blocking out the view of right. the spectators. And it does look like an EA sports game. They, they, yeah. they showed a game like recently uh, a football game and, and they were like, they had the, the camera like floating. I know that they do it with like wires and stuff, but they usually can't get it that low because it's going to be blocking the right. view of the audience. But man, some of the camera angles, like during the NBA bubble stuff, um, that straight look up real. looked like a video game. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Like when it's, I, I know exactly what you mean. It, it was a, a Rams game, I remember, 
and the camera was like kind of like in their huddle almost. It was really close yes. to the players, and the background was kind of blurred a little bit. So I literally had to ask them, I was like, hey, is this a real game or is this just yeah. a, a video game recording? And the players even looked at, you know, I don't know if it was just the lighting or something, but it looked at fake but real at the same time. Have we reached the limit? Uh, because, you know, I, I think we've talked about it, but your eye can only see a, a, a certain amount of frames or pixels right. per second. Like, are we reaching that plateau of, like, we're not going to get any better than what we have right now video-wise? Um, I don't think yet. I think there'll be other, like, you know, because 3D still in the, uh, the beginning stage. Not 3D, but, uh, like, virtual reality. Right, yeah. for instance, like, I don't know if you ever, um, have you ever played the uh, Oculus? Yes, I have. But I mean, you still, it still, it does not like, all right, you could do, you can have the best videos in the world, but mm. unless you're able to involve the other senses, you know, yeah. like smell, taste, you know, hear, I mean, you got the hearing and the visual stuff, but I'm just talking about. Um, when you're in a situation per se, like how your body reacts to it. And maybe the video will get so good that it tricks your body into feeling that way. I, I think that's where we're headed. I think with, with the VR, I think, you know, I, I play the Oculus and obviously, I mean, the graphics aren't, I mean, they're kind of subpar, but you know, you got the headphones on and you, you know, you got the, uh, the headset covering your eyes and, mm -hmm. you know, for all you know, like, I mean, you obviously know you're in a game just because of the way things look but i can you know i can see you know 10 years from now like this looking real and then you may have some type of sensors on you that vibrate or, or do whatever to you know interact with what you're doing in, in the in the virtual reality world to where you know it'll be hard to tell the difference but i do think there's a line to where like you can't cross as far as like a developer because you don't want yeah. something too real to where like people really can't tell the difference or were you or give someone a real them, heart attack you know? or something? Um, so you, we were just talking about this. I I'm 10 years older than you and I, I want to kind of backtrack to the time thing. So have you noticed any things about yourself? Because we all do it. I feel like you're a, you're a, a good in shape person. I think you have confidence, but the older and older you get, when you look in the mirror, it's a gradual process. You see like little subtle changes right. in your appearance and stuff. Is there something about your body that you've noticed? Oh man, I'm, I'm getting a little bit older. Uh, what I mean by that, like uh, any gray hairs yet or something you're not confident about with your body? Because I, I mean, I have mine. Um, I'm starting to see, I don't have any in my hair. But mm -hmm. it is, I'm starting, because I, I never grow facial hair because my, <laughs> my beard is just patchy as hell. Like, we, we've talked about this. Uh, but I'm noticing gray hair. And now I'm starting to wonder, is it from everything going on in 2020, uh, is gray hair uh, something that would even, like, bother you? No, no. I, no. I haven't, you know, the one thing, I haven't noticed anything uh, specific. Not even a small little wrinkle. Because I'm, I mean, I'm starting to notice some of those, like, because your face, you know, it, you, just how you automatically tell, talk. I can tell I'm, my face is getting, getting older, but older, more like, more defined. You know, I feel like when I was younger, you're more like, I don't know, I wouldn't say like fat face or anything like that, but you could, you could just tell, like, everything looks like brand new and shiny. Well, your skin, is a, it, your skin is more moisturized, it's more elastic, you know, um, yeah. back then, and as the older you get... 
um, it, it just it, it just does not hold together as much, you know. I'd say this. Uh, one thing I've noticed, not necessarily on the, you know, uh, the physical as far as me aging. I think the the me caring about the aging process. I guess you know, like like for instance, I'd say like five. I will say years ago, right? I used to get, you know get my hair cut every week and you know make mm-hmm. sure everything was looking good. You know, tip top shape, yada yada yada. But now it's just like, I just let it, you know, I let it grow. I, I care less about what other people think, oh, I guess. you. Could all say. right. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. Because in your 20s, you, uh, back to our last conversation, we're, we're nothing but our animals. It, it's, right. it's all ingrained in our DNA. And in your 20s, that is when your hormones are at peak level. I mean, I mean, peak level is probably teenage years, but I mean, you're able to get those under control and mm-hmm. you want to look good because in your mind, ingrained in your DNA, you need to meet somebody. You need to find a mate. You, yeah. I, I know that sounds weird by saying that, but I mean, if you're, if you're thinking about it just from the animal side of who we are, yes, we're, we want to look good to attract the female right and vice versa exactly but you know after a while you kind of lose that that luster you know that is it giving up is is it giving up or when we get older we know that women are looking more for more than just looks per se you know they they want I, i think that's it you know and i think you know you also gain more responsibilities and then things start to kind of even out you know, yeah, you got to kind of drop those things. You, get, you can't go get like if you were one of those dudes that gets a manicure and pedicure and stuff and mm-hmm. you're getting your tips, you know, bleached or something and you're wanting to go out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even, so of course even you now, though, that. like, you know, even now with, you know, you got like Tinder and um, what's the other one on the, the match.com? Uh, like, it's, it's, it's no, it's it's less and less effort needed to to achieve, you know, to find a mate or whatever it may be. You know, <sighs> back then it used to be you actually had to try. You, actually, you didn't have when you didn't have cell phones. You had to actually have to spend time at a at a bar or out or you know a friend of a friend type deal where you actually had to make an actual effort. But now it's you know it's a touch of a button. It's you know you beating them off you most of the time, and it's uh-huh. it's getting easier. So when it's easier, it's not really something you strive for much. And I think okay, that's, go ahead. So, so do you think, and, and I know that people are going to give me hell about this statement. Okay. And, 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 and I agree women need equal rights. I agree a hundred percent. Okay. But with the evolution of women's rights, do you think women have become more aggressive? Like, you know, why do the, why do the guys always have to be the aggressor? Why can't the woman be the aggressor? Do do you understand what, what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be disrespectful to women or anything but do you think that is has shifted who oh yeah yeah who takes yeah you, you really do I, but in a, in a way that like not just them women being more aggressive i just think you know in all aspects or just trying between, to impress you you know trying to go the extra effort because for the most part it was the guys you know that mm-hmm. had to do things they were the ones that had to spend the money in it and i've noticed the older and older i've got um like I will go for the bill, but like I, I've been, I've been like I was going out with this uh, chick that is a uh-huh. nurse. She uh-huh. is, she works in as an ER nurse. She makes really, really good money. And I paid the first couple of times, and she wanted to pay again, and and it was like, no, 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 I got this, and and it was a pretty big bill, 
but she still got it. D- does that make me less than a man? Or, no, or not at all. No, no, no. I think, you know, with what's going on, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, men and women, like, we're, I, I mean, I think we're on an even uh, playing field, so it has to be treated that same way. You know, if this was 50 years ago, you know, most women would be, I mean, a housewife would actually be like a career type deal, but it's not like that anymore, you know? Most women are just, working, they got degrees, <laughs> and they, it, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, but like, you know, we think about no. 19, we'll say 1950 or something like that, right? Men go off the war, the women stay home, take care of the kids, or men go, go to work, the, the, the woman's a housewife. Now, I know that's, uh, that's not for everybody, but now we're shifting to where, you know, we're all respected on the same level. I'm not <sighs> saying that it's disrespectful to be a housewife, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's no, it's actually very admirable. You, you, if I'm just being honest, my dad was not a chauvinistic guy at all, but my dad thought it would give me the best opportunity for school and to keep me out of trouble mm-hmm. and they could keep an eye on me. But until I was able to drive to go to high school, my mom stayed at home. Like she took care of things. And, and I got to tell you, looking back on it now, I, I don't think women and mothers that stay home get enough credit that is a hard that's, that's job hard. yeah it is i mean you know it's funny like i can imagine like i don't have any children but like i'm dreading the day where you know i have to wake up earlier than usual to you know wake the kids up to take them to school or take them to the bus mm-hmm. stop you know that's that's like 16 years straight right like you don't really think about it as, as a child mm-hmm. you know that's just part of your daily routine but but it goes by so quick, though. Yeah. You know, it went by. It went by long for us. But when I talk to parents, parents all say, "Man, it, it's it's you. You go from that birth to eighteen in a heartbeat. Like it, it just mm-hmm. blows by." That's that's insane, and and that's what like you know I think about that sometimes. You know, I don't want to be like you know people say a lot of my not a lot of my friends, but you know most in my age group have either have one child already. To, to be honest with you. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm not in a rush for kids, but like, I also don't want to be like 50 years old and no, still have you no kids. You know, I don't want to be now, that grandpa showing up and you're like, oh, your okay. grandpa's here. Like, no, that's my dad. <laughs> no, you 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 br- you bring that up though. But um, <clears throat> is it like back to what I was saying, ingrained in our DNA, or is it ingrained into our psyche just because that's the norm? Uh, but like. Why, why do guys like I'll, I'll admit to you, like when I turned 40, the only hard part I had was like, damn, I'm 40. I have no kids right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and does it make you less of a man if you don't have kids? Like, no, seriously. No, I don't think it, not at all. But I think most men, I mean, but we want time, to though, because it's a pride yeah. thing. Like not a, my, but, but, not a pride but, thing. It's just, you, uh, want, it, you want like someone to, to carry on your name you know okay yes that is you just what exactly what you just said is the definition of pride i i I, I feel like pride would be more of a personal a a, Mm. a personal a personal thing versus you know you just i guess it is you never mind you're right i have (laughs) no no but us as humans we're like oh i want to live forever and the only way that my i can live on is to carry on my name but just think or do something memorable you know be an inventor or something you know, like an Einstein, <laughs> you know, I don't know if he had children, but, you know, we still carry on his name almost, you know, 100 years later. But um, that's like, it, it's like, oh, yeah, guess what? I don't care what he does. I mean, he might be able to agree. He might grow up to be a, a scumbag. Who who knows? But at least my name's out there. Well, I also think like, you know, most people want children to 
guide them to, to to guide them to do the things better that you know us or whoever as as a parent didn't do right to avoid the mm-hmm. mistakes the parents made right because hey if you could if i'm gonna make another me with someone else or a, a miniature me let's you know guide them and make sure they a- avoid all the pitfalls and that that you know i ran into or or mm-hmm. your wife ran into or whatever um yeah i i don't know i mean i've never spoken to someone over I guess 50 or 60 who doesn't have children, but always kind of. Oh, I'm right there, buddy. So yeah, it's very <laughs> pathetic. It's very <laughs> pathetic. I, I, all the other dudes are like, Oh, what's wrong with him? Do, I mean, does he have no penis? Well, well let me uh, ask you this though. Do you think, like you said, it's, it's embedded in you to want to have kids, right? I don't think. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's your, de- it's Here, no, your personal Chirac. decision, but like, I feel like genetically, like that's what you were made for or, no, no, I, 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 I agree with you, but you also know what is genetically ingrained in their, into their mind and their psyche to reproduce is mm-hmm. viruses, pandemics. Yeah. They, are, they, they are supposed to replicate. And I'm not trying to get this big conspiracy theory guy, but maybe, maybe that's what our problem is right now. You, yeah. you, you know that well, the only, earth only has the a envi- point. Only the environment and outside influence would change change your mind pretty much if you were it's if, if you were born mm-hmm. on a planet and it was just you and a handful of people and you guys you know there was no history made for the planet yet of course you'd read that's, that's why they made sex feel so good though Ciroc. yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and i i mean i'm just being honest i mean very it, true. okay but i mean all right so you know we invented this thing to stop us from impregnating which we're supposed to do but we're so dumb as men. We're like, oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, no condom. I'm going to go <laughs> in. And that's how it happens. That's why that is a sick joke. It's like we, we it feels so good. I don't want to wear a condom or I'm not going to go to the store to get a condom because guess why? If I leave, the woman might not be in the mood when I get back. Very true. It's very um, true. But, chasing, I wanted but you're chasing to have- pleasure, not really chasing, you know. But that's a byproduct of it. That is why it's in our DNA. We have to reproduce to move on. Now, us as humans, we've become more, more intelligent and we know about that. But like, that's why it feels so good. Why do you think men in the animal kingdom get the fuck a lot of bitches? And I know that I'm being a, <laughs> a, 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 a male chauvinist by lions. saying that. But, but like the male lion, like he gets the, like, I mean, the, the way they don't get a choice. And, and like he gets the harem of all of them. Yeah. But that's and why thought. do you think, could you imagine like us as men? Now, my dad always brought this up. You know that dogs will travel miles if they smell a female dog that's in heat, that's ready oh, yeah. to reproduce. Okay. Could you imagine how many more homicides? we would have here in the United States. If men had <laughs> Yeah, no, if we could smell a woman that, and not, I'm not saying smell in a bad way, but like, and then a whole bunch of dudes showed up and, and, and the dudes had to fight it out to be able to, <laughs> to be able to hook up with her. No, I'm, Honestly, I mean, though, I, I, it, it probably used to be like that. If it was, if the numbers are like, you know, we'll say like a, a thousand years ago, you know, Neanderthals or whoever, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was like that. You know, it's, it's, if it was one woman and 10 men, like, you know, we can't all have her. And no, but, I, no, but, Sirach, think about this though. People don't believe in evolution, but that's, that is a part of evolution because you want to know why the strongest, most badass dude is the one that's going to get to reproduce. So, course. you know what? You know what? Now, I think that's our problem as humans. 
we let the weak ones even even reproduce. We only should if we go back to the days of guys having to fight each other to be able to score with a chick. I think I think our I think our gene pool would be much stronger here in the world. But it's all natural selection. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Physically stronger, not me- not necessarily mentally stronger. Yeah, and I think that's I where it kind of divided. I think once I think people started to realize, okay, we're growing really fast in numbers, and you know if we keep reproducing, we're not going to have enough food to feed all these, you know, all these babies. No, we're not. And, and eventually, well, you know, this is why this pandemic is here. Yeah. It's culling the herd. I, yeah. I hate to be blunt, but it, it, it kind of is. It's too um, many people, too many miles. It's more women on the earth than, than men. Uh, I forgot the number, but yeah, it is. It I is our number, you know, but I mean, we, we've only lost 2 million people here in the world. That's, that's like pissing in the ocean. To the amount of people that we yeah. have on this planet that's, right now, it's not, I mean, yeah, you know, I feel bad for everyone who passed, but that's not like yes. a large number compared to the world population. I think just people get caught on those those uh, tier numbers, like million, billion, you know, trillion. You know, that's always thousand. About it always seems like a thousand always seems way more than nine hundred ninety nine. You know, just no, like us as know. humans, we cannot understand numbers. I I talked about this with my uh, my guest earlier in the week. She got abducted by aliens. Yeah, she got weird, abducted by story. aliens. Yeah, she's from New Zealand. Crazy story. You got to go I listen think, to the oh interview. Oh my god. Um, but um, you know, people don't understand. Okay, so to count from one to a million by going one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three oh, Mississippi, wow. that will take you thirty one days. Oh man. Now, I could be off on these numbers. I know people, but I, I know I'm pretty close. So count from one to a billion. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. How long is that going to take it? Oh, man, probably a couple of years. 31 years. 31 years. That's, that's insane. And don't even get me started on counting from one to a trillion. One Mississippi, so, so technically, if you started counting to a billion when I was born, you would just now finish. At, yes. <laughs> just no, I'm I, no, I'm being. But I mean, think about it, Sirach. When we look at numbers, we are not able to physically, you know. So, so if you if you count that up and put that, because people know how long they've lived, so now you can kind of understand the differences in the number. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, for you to be like a millionaire was a big deal. Like if you were a millionaire, you're like, oh man, that guy's uh, set. Right. Now it's it's billionaire. Yeah, now a million dollars. I mean, still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but oh, like, dude, a million dollars. I could. I listen. I <laughs> would pretty much. I could almost guarantee you. But me and you have lived different. We've lived lives where you know, like we didn't have extravagant things. And mm-hmm. I could easily, if you gave me a million dollars cash right now, yeah, I would keep working. But guess what? I wouldn't be struggling. That's true. But you never know. Like some people, you know, until you have it, you really don't know the decisions you would make. Sure, you, know, you know, you know for. Dude, first I would people, still. What are the job? first thing people do when they say you hit the lottery, right? What's, what's the buy a car, right buy a house, buy a car, take care of your family, your your yeah. your, your parents or kids, whoever, right? That's, that's why a lot of sports people go out of go bankrupt because they think that they owe like all, everybody in the family. Oh, I'll buy you a Mercedes. I'll buy you a Benz. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what happens. That's that's sad, man. That's that's. I mean, what do you do in this situation, right? You can't say no to mom. Can you? I'm no taking care dad? of my mom and dad and everybody else can suck my dick. Okay, basically. but then like what if, okay, what if mom and dad is like, hey, you know, like, you know what they need help with. You, you do that. But then, you know, a couple months pass by. Hey, 
know, Tuttle, we was wondering, you know, we want to uh, take a vacation here. Okay, a couple thousand here and there. Okay, a couple months later. Hey, Tuttle, we're thinking about buying this property, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right, wait till 000. I get my next contract. Wait till <laughs> I get my next contract. Wait till you, I hit I'm my bonuses. I'm telling you, man, you say that. You say that, but you never know how you're going to react when you're in that actual situation. And, you know, um, and, and it's other examples that we've seen, you know, with sports, usually with sports figures because they're, you know, it's kind of like it's usually fast money almost immediately. But, you know, I don't know how I, how I, I'd react if that happened to me. All right, so you've been dating the same girl for quite a while now. Yeah, um, three years. And I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna pitch you on the spot, but like, <laughs> um, so I mean, you're you're talking, you're 31. You don't want to be that older guy. Like, I mean, do you have a game plan, or do you guys, do you and her talk about this game plan? Like, where like, you guys like see yourself? Children? Yeah. Um, Has it been talked about yet? Yes and no. I I think we both have a understanding. You know, if, even if it's you know, non-vocalized, I mean, yeah, I mean, if I say this, if I'm planning on marrying you, if I feel like I, I will, then everything comes with obviously children, obviously, you know, some form of, of property. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, like you said, I don't put a time limit on it, but I within the next couple of years. I see. I, th- I think you're at the right age. I got married in, at 26. Okay. Now you would think twenty six is a good range, but uh, I mean, I maybe I wasn't ready for it then. You know, maybe thirty is the perfect age because you get your twenties out of your way. That mm-hmm. still gives you the beginning of your thirties to find somebody, do the courtship, do the dating, mm-hmm. uh, uh, get engaged, get married, buy a house, have kids, and then you're pretty good. Like by thirty eight, your family yeah. is already starting to sprout up. Yeah, you know, and hell, I think my dad had me when he was thirty. My parents had me older. Yeah, you're right. Now, how old are How old are your parents right now? Uh, my dad is sixty three, I believe. Sixty three. My mom is like fifty nine or something. I don't know. They're like my mom's the type to where like you're never gonna find out her age, even if you ask her. <laughs> but but you're you're right about in my wheelhouse. My parents had me around thirty two, thirty three. So that means when you're in your forties, they're gonna be close, or your dad's gonna be like in his seventies, like where mine are right yeah. now. Yep, yep. And I'm and I'm okay with that, you know. And I, I almost think that's like a gene, uh, a gene or trait that's passed down. You know, a lot of times, you know, you look like your parents, obviously, and you mm-hmm. share the same, you know, have DNA from each. And I think a lot of the tendencies kind of pass down too. You know, like life events almost pass down. You know, if uh-huh. if if have you, you know, have you have you yeah. ever noticed like random things? Like when I cough, sometimes I I it hits my ear, and I'm like, God, I cough like my dad. Just yeah. like you know, like just stupid mundane things. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I the other day, uh, <laughs> I was sitting down. And I just had like my arms crossed. I was, I don't know if I was watching TV. And then like in my head, I pictured my dad looking the exact same way. Yeah. And then when I was younger, when he used to sit like that, like I always wondered what he was thinking. And then now that I do it, now I know what he was thinking because I was probably thinking the same thing at the moment. It's just so weird how you are like literally, you know, you, you almost do the same things, maybe in a little bit different way, but you're, you know, or even habits, you know, like being no, late for dude, something. I- I took a dump the other day. Like I used, because we had one bathroom at my house growing up and we'd have to follow my dad sometimes. Uh-huh. And, and you'd have to go right in there because, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. And no matter how bad the smell is. But now that I've been noticing when I take a dump, I'm like, oh man, I, I kind of have my dad's same aroma there. Oh, I see. I don't, <laughs> I never noticed that. I don't even, 
You will, buddy. You I just will. assume my parents don't even use the bathroom sometimes. <laughs> I just, there's, uh, people, there's people in your life you just assume don't do things that you know they probably do, but you just don't want to hear about it. Your dad is from another country, right? Like he, yeah, he immigrated here. Do you, yeah. um, now, you know, everybody thinks everybody gets circumcised. Do you think your, your dad, like, do you he, know? Do like, I think he is? Probably. I would assume no, so. But he, he, the Arturian or what it was? Uh, Arturian. Yeah, yeah. Arturian. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Arturian. And now Arturian. I'm sorry. God damn it. At least <laughs> I got the A, right? Arturian. At least I got the A, right? Hey, look. That, that, hey, that could be one of those, like, cultures of, like, you know, uh, uh, what was that show? Uh, no, Game of Thrones. It's just, Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. Arturians. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, a alien race uh, in Star Trek or something. Oh, yeah. we got a fire upon the Arturians. Yeah. Or, like, the lady you said that got abduct, uh, abducted by Arturians. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she got abducted by some Maturians. They they came by. They threw her. In, they threw her in her, her they little car. That was they being... circumcised her. And left. No, but for real, like I mean, are you for sure though? Like, am I for sure? No, I'm not for sure. But I just I believe. You, I never yes caught your parents I, naked listen, at all because we grew yes up in a. Because I am. Yeah, that's why. And I feel What's like that? I said I think yes because I am right. My dad's not circumcised, but he damn sure made that I got circumcised. I don't know. You, you might have to, you have to ask him again. You could have got it later I, in life. You could have got it later. Told, <laughs> I've only told this story once, but, um, you know, like, as a kid, so, like, but you had sisters, though, right? Were you right. ever alone at the house when your parents left back in the day? Was because, I ever alone by myself? Yeah. Okay, so, like, when you get to that teenage years and you, you discover masturbation and stuff, um, you know, like as soon as the parents leave, that's the first thing you think of as a, as a teenage kid. You're like, yes, I get to have a Jack, a Jack session. Jack session. Uh, that wasn't that really the, the first thing I thought of because I was more of a, uh, a, a outside active kid. So I just think like, all right, let me get the hell out of here. I would just leave. But you know, every now uh, and that's then, that's cardio, you know, buddy. Jacking off, jacking off is a, is a great workout. Yeah. But I'd be, I'd be too paranoid that some, cause like. It was, I don't know, just where I was, it was always, like, windows and shit, and, like, and the way they would come in the house would be so quiet. Like, I wouldn't even know. (laughs) Oh, as a kid? As a kid, your fast twitch muscles, I would swear to God, I would love to see what my 40 time would be. Like, if I'm in a (laughs) session and you hear that car door close, you hear the keys going into the front door, like, your ass will move. Like, you'll get shit put away. And then as a kid, you got to remember how things because your dad would have those like uh, Playboy magazines and stuff back in the day. And you would check them out. You had to make sure because before you started a session, you had to realize and remember <laughs> in what order they were stacked. Because I was paranoid and had OCD as a kid. Like uh, at that time, I didn't know. But like, yeah, I would I would write things. Like, All right. This this one went here. This is how it was set up. Uh, um, so you're and you're like- they wouldn't know even they wouldn't notice that like that's like over you know uh uh, uh overdoing it a little bit like <laughs> i'm sure he knew anyway like, okay, you right, know you, right. you know your parents know the things you do or did and they may not never oh, yeah. up or say anything but you knew they you didn't have to do all that like now when you think about it you're like ah, oh, they probably do it anyway like, now I used, me- I used to sneak i used to sneak oh man um my uh the girl dating high school and in, into in my place all the time they oh, had a, dude that um, takes some balls buddy well because my like, room was on like the ground floor if that makes sense so i had these two windows yeah. so you lived up, like in a townhouse type thing you had it upstairs and stuff that wasn't really a townhouse it was more of a uh it's hard to explain it's just that it's just the way my room was for some reason but the yeah. windows were like on ground floor so i opened the window and 
I used to sneak her in and out all the time. And but the thing that sucks is my like right above my room was my uh, little sister's room, and then my parents' room were kind of like off to the side. And man, that used to be the biggest thrill, like you know, uh, at that time, you know, sneak it in and out, be quiet, do this. And my dad would wake up at like four a.m. in the morning. I don't know why he wake up so early to go to work, but like I could hear him coming down the steps, and like my heart would be racing. <laughs> Did, always... when, when you would get in trouble did like did he like spank you at no. all or no no like what what would like a punishment be like if you would have gotten caught sneaking out or being out or getting I never, in trouble i never what? i never i never really got caught and if i and if i did like say if i got in trouble for something like it would just be a talk it would never be you know some people really some some people how do i say this like it doesn't necessarily always have to be like a physical. I know, like with younger, younger kids, yeah, oh, dude, banking. But like you know, once around like eleven or twelve, it was just more of a stern. Having my dad tell me that he was disappointed, I would rather him beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Then, then tell my my dad say, yeah, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, because disappoint saying disappointed lingers a lot longer than any type of pain, any type of physical and they, pain. And people think I'm crazy when I say that, but as a as a as a son, when your dad says that he's disappointed in you, that 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 shit cuts deep. I'm sorry. I'd mm -hmm. I'd rather just take the ass whooping. Yeah, and then like, cause when they say that, it's like there's never like a, a follow up apology, you know? <laughs> no, he just, just lets it go and lets it stew in you. Like that's it. Yeah. Like if you ten years later, like, are you still disappointed? <laughs> yeah, it's like he gave you an upper decker. Your dad gave you an upper decker. He shit. Yeah. He shit in the in the place where the water holds up in. And yeah. that stuff sticks with you. You have to flush that thing so many times until you stop getting the brown water when you're flushing. <laughs> so that's exactly what it is. But saying you're disappointed in someone, it, 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 one or two things could happen. Either, you know, that person is crushed or, you know, they're just forever upset or wondering. Or it's almost like it makes you more motivated to yeah. try to not disappoint, if that makes sense. So you'll do something extra, you know, more than uh, over the top. To impress maybe a parent or, or, or a boss or whatever so i mean it, it can work both ways yeah i see my baseball coach like i was a great baseball player growing up and and um and i made varsity baseball as a freshman not a lot of people did that i as mm -hmm. a freshman i made varsity baseball and i'm like all excited like yes i'm a freshman i made the varsity team i go up to the coach that's already hitting like uh ground balls uh -huh. uh, for people to practice and he's i was like coach where do you want me he said you see that dugout over there you see that bench go sit on it because that's where you're going to be all fucking year <laughs> yep that would have been my last day at practice no <laughs> but guess what it motivated me though buddy it motivated me for real it, it was like you know what i'm gonna show him see see i don't i can't do that like i can't do that when it comes to sports i can't i can't sit and watch others you know, I, I learned by actually doing. I can't learn by, no, by watching. No, but I practiced. I mean, he let me practice. He was just trying to kind of like, you know, like make a point. Hmm. That's, I, I guess, maybe he was trying to motivate me. But he also, cho he also choked me out. Um, I don't know, because he was a Vietnam vet, and he uh, oh, like man. had a flashback, and like he uh, like, <laughs> You know, almost choke slamming. Would you look like you look like uh, the enemy? Yeah, I look like. Yeah, I was wearing a pointy <laughs> hat. I was wearing a. I was. Yeah, I was wearing a pointy hat, and I guess you know he, he freaked <laughs> not out. Not this time. Not this time, Tuttle. Not yeah. This. Just you're not gonna get me, Charlie. Close, relax. Close, relax. Yeah. Oh, well, Sirak, we got you know what, dude. Think about this. I don't think we really hit on any uh, news stories today. We just sat here and and BS about yeah, but with our news. Lives I'm, I'm sure personal. the news. 
you know, I'm sure the same. I'm sure the news stories are the same ones as yesterday. No, this is a good and the thing, day before, though. And the day before, I, it's all the same I, stuff. Yeah, but I'm saying this is a good thing. Like, we were able to just drift. I don't even know how long. How long were we recording for here? Uh, like, I don't know, like an hour? 50, 35? 50 some minutes. Oh, I will yeah, say this. You know what's weird? The past uh, 48 to 72 hours, I've been really tempered. Is that strange? Like, I don't know why. Tempered, what do you, what do you mean? Like, like you, you got a short been, fuse? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened or what it is. I, I don't know if I'm just dehydrated or something because, I don't know, yesterday I was just, even like today a little bit, I've just been on this really short temper and I've been like oh, so, been yelling at everybody. Hell, this dude almost cut me off yesterday um, oh, when I was driving. Be careful. And I, be careful. I pulled up to him and I wrote mm-hmm. on my window, he wrote on his, and I just went to town on his ass. Mm-hmm. And then like, he was just like, oh, I'm sorry. White dude? Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can go in front of me. And I just sped off. And then like 10 seconds later, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I don't know what's going on. The Rock, you got to be careful with that road rage, man, because like you with the state of Florida, the way it is with the castle law, stand your ground stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, come on, man. You, I mean, you got to be smarter. But listen, I can't talk because I've done some pretty, pretty bad things when it comes to losing my temper and going off. But you got to remember, anybody can have a goddamn gun right now. And, and, and it's just not worth it. it. It's It is not worth it. But like, given, given like, the, the car he was driving, the location where we're at, I can just tell he was just a prick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but, you, I, but you never know. That's very true. I need out the car. I just, wrote up, I just verbally assaulted him, pretty much. Yeah, but, but you know what? They, uh, like, he could have been like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I ain't going to let him talk to me like that. And he pulls a gun out. You know, yeah, and does. you're already... And you're already fired up, and maybe and you I'm, say something or, you know or do something, or you reach for something. Maybe you're going into your pocket for something, you know, and, 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 he, and he blasts you. I mean, and then is it going to be worth it because he cut you off? I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know like, talking funny? down. I have a, uh, like, if you put out a gun, I have a, uh, a sword in my car, in my trunk. What would you do in that situation, right? If, say, you're the guy with the gun, and this guy comes up, he pulls up next to you, and he's, Give you the business talking all this shit. You pull out a gun and he pops his trunk and he pulls out a sword. Like, how would you, um, <laughs> would do that you remember you? that? <laughs> Did you ever see the original Indiana Jones movie? Uh, um, yes. But no. So, do you remember? Do you remember when he was in that little market and one of those guys comes out with those like Middle Eastern swords where it's like skinny at the, at the handle and it like curves and it's like a big sword at the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's doing all these like tricks. To try to show how much of a badass he does, and Harrison Ford, you know what he does? He pulls out his revolver and just shoots him right in the head, <laughs> and it's like game over. That's exactly what I do. If I got a gun and you pull out a sword, I'm fucking shooting you. As I'm, I, I, I mean, feel like it, I feel like it'd be like I'd have like a 50-50 chance to where like the guy would would just think like, okay, clearly he doesn't have a gun. He still oh, this guy's sword. crazy. If <laughs> this he, guy's if crazy. A, Let me yeah, get out of here. Yeah, if he's bringing a sword to a gunfight, like, nah, man, we we're not playing. Digitally, digitally, he knows something I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe he's maybe he's like a Deadpool in X Men Origins. Like, if you shoot <laughs> on him, he can like slice the bullet in half. And then he uh, says, and, "I've died before." Yeah, yeah that yes. was easy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So that that's goddamn. This is a great uh, conversation today, Sharak. Tell people once again how they can check out your info and your content. Oh yeah. Uh, so basically, uh. Audio versions on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts. It's the weekly review. Uh, you should see a picture of my face. It's really, oh, I guess. You oh, how's your face. partner doing? He's doing good. Um, you know what's funny? He, so they couldn't find anything as far as like why he's feeling so shitty. 
and yeah, and he had, didn't want to be on the air with me. That's why he faked the he faked the sick. <laughs> for, for, what, a week? Um, yeah, for a week. He's like, God damn it, I don't want to be on with that nerd ass cracker motherfucker. And, and he uh they kicked him they didn't kick him out, but you know, they sent them home because they needed the beds for all the COVID cases. Yes. I was like, damn. So you just, Is he kind of like a hypochondriac though? No, I don't think so. Well, he went to Tampa General. So I don't know. I guess they're busy. Instead uh, of the VA me, hospital. So growing up in a, in a in a black household like was it hard like it, like if you weren't feeling good and you're you told your mom oh i don't want to go to the school like i mean would you have to be like bleeding no. or 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 have stitches no no because well well for one my, my parents split up when i was like four or five years old oh, okay so, like, i'm sorry i was with my mom mm-hmm. and i didn't want to go to school or was feeling you know shitty she'd be she'd be happy with that you know we'd be able to spend more time with each other I've never, how was, I don't get sick a lot. So how, how was that though? Like, okay. I know, like I see a lot of my friends, like my parents are still together, but I also have a lot of friends that had parents that were divorced. You know, my generation, generation X was called uh-huh. the latchkey kids because our, both of the parents were either working. It was the first generation where either both of the parents were working or both of the parents were split up or divorced. So okay. the kids, had to come, they called us latchkey kids because we would have our own key. We would let ourselves into the house. We would have to be responsible of, you know, if we want to go hang out with our friends or do right. our homework and then make food for ourselves. And then the parents would probably be home around 6 7 o'clock. You get to spend a little bit of time with them. But like, how was that? Um, and I'm sure your parents, I mean, from everything you've said, or, or weren't, weren't those parents that were like, that used you as a, as a pawn or something like, you know. Right. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm mad at my husband, so I'm going to keep the kid away. But white people do that a lot. I'm <laughs> sorry. No, I, I and I'm just saying from what I've learned from my friends and stuff, but it's it's always like a big F you. And, and I think that is so horrible to do. Like, if you get divorced, you still, yes, I may hate this person or or I dislike her, but you got, you got a, the kids the most important thing. Right. No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe were, that's... A, my parents are pretty cordial and... Uh, you know, one thing is my sister stayed with my mom and I stayed with my dad. So re- oh. regardless, like we, you know, there was always communication on both ends. And I think, you know, I think the, the split was more of a just go separate ways type thing versus like we hate but each what other if it type was of thing. Nasty. What if, it, you know, you got to you got to understand there's are, there are some divorces that are nasty. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. It's just I don't. I mean, it's hard when you're like four or five years old. It's hard to to kind of see what's going on you know when you're that young you almost think it's normal right it's like oh okay well whatever <laughs> you know they split up but then like the older you get you know you realize but i you know i grew up in a pretty like stable even though you know that's good they were split, and, and, stable and, and, and i shouldn't i guess i sh- i shouldn't generalize but i mean i i listen me and you are to the point where we understand that there's difference differences between between right. cultures it's always right. going to be there, but we should celebrate those. We we should because that's who who makes us who we are. You know, like right. like I hate when people say, "Oh, I don't see color." Now, I I mean, I I don't treat no, but 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 what I'm saying is, I still treat people, but I also like I like different people. I like people from different cultures. I know we all still are built the same, but we you have to admit, I think our differences should be celebrated. I think. That that actually can bring us closer to each other. You know, right. if you're like me, that's like wanting to know, like, how right. was it growing up? 
and 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 a black family, or you know, because I was a minority. You, not a lot of people realize this is that Hispanic uh, Mexicans, because mm-hmm. Mexicans, we, we I grew up in the fern capital of the world. More fernery, you know, the fern they put in in flowers and stuff uh-huh. comes from the city that I grew up in, and the Spanish culture came there because it was great work. Uh-huh. And 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 I I think that's why I've been the way that I am is because I celebrate differences. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's like I said, it's one thing, you know, I mean, obviously, genetically, you can only you don't have really no choice over that. But, you know, from then on, like your environment, the people, your influences, the people you grew up around shapes who you are as, as, as an adult. I mean, that's that's a given. So, you know, there's things you can change and there's things you can't change. That's why, you know, you have these people who grew up in maybe great families and or excuse me, have great genetics, but turn out to be an asshole because, you know, they grew up around assholes. You know, it's it's hand in hand. Man, I uh, I dated one black girl in my life and mm-hmm. it was like 21, 22, but she was adopted. She had actually white parents. A weird, weird situation. And they're completely buddy. different. They're like <laughs> and they're completely the opposite of what. You would think like if you didn't. I'm not know, saying it's a bad thing. It's just no. You it's know, not. It's just you. I don't it just know. as a black as a black man. I I know. I mean, it's not important to me now, but like even being younger, like I can. You always knew who was adopted. You know, mm-hmm. like I never even had to meet their parents. Like I remember we had this. Kid. Oh, so you had you had some buddies that were African American that 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 had white parents or maybe a different culture parents. No, well, they weren't like friends, but I, I just I I, I you knew, knew them. them. Like in, like you knew. Like, for instance, let me give you yeah. some. So, I remember this kid, uh, his name was Al. Who would you say? Alex, right? Mm-hmm. And he was he was black. But, like, you know, I didn't know him throughout high school and stuff like that. And he was a cool guy. Mm-hmm. But, I like, I didn't even know he was adopted. But I can tell just by. There was something he, the, different. The way he acted that. Like, give me an example. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me an example. I, I'm, I'm so curious. I would like, say the things he liked, like, the things he liked to do. You know, obviously, who he hung out with. Um the way he talked, you know, just, and then like one oh. time, he, like I remember one time we went, um, uh, I think he had like uh, some type of, it, basically people went over his house. I forgot what reason. Maybe no, no, like no, no. I, I, I get football or something. And then like, then you found out he was adopted because his parents was white. And like, it wasn't like, a, Oh, it oh, makes that sense. Makes sense. It wasn't like a me. I already kind of knew, you know, I just, it, it doesn't, that's what goes to show. Like, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic or whatever. Like it's, you know, the way you grow up, it's like your surroundings, your nature, your surroundings. And yeah, that makes you who you are. And so that's why, you know, when you see like in the news and stuff, like, oh, uh, this Spanish guy did this or yada yada did this, like, you can't just automatically assume it's because of, you know, their race. It's just, it, you got to assume it's how they grew up, who influenced them, you know, what are they learning? Like, that makes them mm-hmm. who they are, not the color of their skin or what their accent. Uh, dude, I, I'm one last thing, and then, then I do have to go. But I know this movie is before your time. Do you know who Steve Martin is? Yeah, oh God, I, I've heard he, the name before. He's an older comedian. He was in a bunch of movies like uh, Dirt, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, a whole bunch of stuff. The Jerk. Uh, but The Jerk, though, was great because just watch the first five or ten minutes of it. The jerk he is, yeah, the jerk. He is a white nerdy dude, but mm-hmm. he was raised by a very southern black family, and mm-hmm. it is like and this movie was done in the seventies, and some of the shit that they were doing was like very, very edgy, mm-hmm. like, and and it, it was great. And he grew up, he would like 
he considered himself like when he went to fill on an application, he signed well, what's your, you know, uh, race. He would African-American and people like he had a hard time getting hired because he was. That's how he felt. But I mean, it, it, it's a classic movie. It's a little dumb, but uh, so many people do like that. Well, Ciroc, I uh, man, this was a great conversation, man. And, and I'm I, I really appreciate you giving me some time. Do you no work today or no? Yeah, a little bit later on. You wear a mask when you're working? Yeah, we have to. Oh, yeah. Talk, though, for eight hours. I mean, like, oh. where, look, I don't have a problem wearing them. It's just for long periods of time. Yeah. It's got to get a little weird. I mean, I, I'll go outside and I'll take it off for a second. Because I hear you sniffling. And, and, and I was asking because a lot of people said that they've been having uh, infections, bacterial pneumonia from their lungs getting dried out or rebreathing that stuff. But I, I, I think. You can it, hear that sniffling? Yeah, I can hear her sniffling. Yeah, I'm turning my head and doing it. I don't, man, I must be sniffling. No, you got a great microphone or you got, you know, some big ass nose hairs or something. <laughs> Cause I, it's not that I can hear, I can, just hear that. I can hear, I can hear the whistling that you get through, you know, when it cuts through those uh, thick ass nose hairs. Yeah. I got to tr trim some of those. I'm, like I'm just messing with you, buddy. <laughs> like an well, organ. <laughs> All right, man. I love you, buddy, and I, I appreciate everything you do for me. I, I a lot of people are digging when when I have you on and when I'm on your show as well, oh, too. No problem, man. I appreciate it. Any time, you know. It's two clicks of a of a mouse, and uh, and we're recording. So yeah, man. Any time. All right, Sirak. Have a good one. You too, buddy.